Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to Episode 81 of Season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Audrey Totter got her start in radio in the 1930s in Chicago, playing in the soap opera Bright Horizons and Painted Dreams, among others. This led to a seven-year contract with MGM, where she made her film debut in Main Street After Dark in 1945, which led to her becoming a popular female movie lead for several years, especially in film noir. After she left MGM in the early 50s, her film work declined, and she worked mostly in television from then on, through the 1970s. She also appeared in several radio shows and began as the lead role in Meet Millie as the title character in 1951, but she dropped out when MGM refused to allow her to play the character on television. The role eventually went to Alina Verdugo, who played it from 1953 to the series' end in 1954, and also on the television series. Totter's last acting role was as Sister Paul in a 1987 episode of Murder, She Wrote. She died in 2013, age 95. Now sit back and enjoy the episode Horse Racing from Meet Millie. Meet Millie, created by Frank Galen and starring Audrey Totter. Yes, it's time to say hello to Mama, played by B. Benadaret, and Alfred, played by Marvin Kaplan. As once again, we meet Millie. Well... Most of the time, Millie Bronson is very happy with her job as secretary to the firm of J.R. Boone and Son. Yes, the job is wonderful, but into each life, some rain must fall. And the downpour, in Millie's case, is the salary that goes with the position. The inadequacy of her paycheck keeps her and Mama Bronson on their toes in the battle against the landlord and the finance company. In fact, as we look in on our friends in their New York apartment right now, we find that old devil money rearing its ugly head in the conversation. I'm telling you, for the last time, we just got to keep to a budget. I tried last month. I tried very hard. Those, those budgets just don't work. Please, Mama. Don't take my word for it. Ask Congress. <laughs> now, I'm not going to let you change the subject. I figured everything out, and if we stick to our budget, we should have some money left at the end of the month. Millie. Our trouble is we got too much months left at the end of our money. <laughs> All right. That's pretty good, huh, Mel? You hear I made it funny. <laughs> I don't like the way you're acting, Mama. What do you mean you don't like the way I'm acting? How, how, how do you expect me to act? You sit there and you tell me I don't know how to run the house. You mean you do know how? Nobody can do it better. Did you pay the installment on the refrigerator last week? Did you say the refrigerator or the washing machine? <laughs> the refrigerator. Ah, <laughs> well, that's different. Why didn't you say so? That changes the whole picture. <laughs> then you didn't pay the installment on the refrigerator. Isn't that funny? And here all the time I thought you were talking about the washing machine. <laughs> Mama, I'm worried about you. <laughs> okay, so I forgot to pay a measly installment on the refrigerator, so I'm a criminal. There's a pin a number on me. Put me behind bars. Give me bread and water. <laughs> Please, Mama, let's come over you. I've never seen you act so guilty. 
I'm not guilty. You got nothing on me. Nobody's accusing you of anything. I'd just like to know where is the $4 that was supposed to go to the finance company? I'll have it later today. Did you lend it to somebody? No, I'll have it later today. What's the matter? Don't you trust me? Sure, I trust you. But can't you tell me what you did with it? Some other time, I'll tell you. <laughs> Lala, let me get you some more toast. You, you... Uh, Mama, mm-hmm. look, sit down. Yeah? Go on. That's it. Hmm. Haven't I always been your friend? Haven't you always been able to tell me everything? Yeah. Didn't I understand when you took $20 out of our savings account to buy that facelifting machine? <laughs> That's right. And when it cost another ten dollars for the mechanic to get your face out of it? <laughs> and didn't I understand when you met that good looking fellow in the park and you let him carry your purse with our food money in it? And for a week we ate crackers? <laughs> yeah, I'm Millie. You've been like a mother to me. <laughs> So tell me, what happened? I can't. I can't. That's all there is to it. Just don't ask me. Don't worry about the money. We'll have it back five times over. Well, I don't know what's going on, but i got to get to work. You're going to tell me the truth tonight, you understand? Every day, hospitals mix up babies. So I had to get the right one. <laughs> I'll see you later, Mama. <laughs> If I were you, Mrs. Bronson, I'd tell Millie all about it. I can't help it. She, she once told me she thinks people who bet on horses are crazy. <laughs> I love her too much to tell her she has a crazy mother. <laughs> I don't know why you should feel so guilty. I see nothing immoral or unethical about betting 50 cents on a horse now and then. Yeah. It starts out very innocent, but look where it ends up. I owe Benny the book $3. <laughs> I might lose my refrigerator. I know. I don't understand how I could ever gotten started with this betting in the first place. You mustn't blame yourself, Mrs. Bradson. It's really my fault. I introduced you to Benny the book. How could I do it? No, Alfred, it was my fault. I was weak. It's my fault. I tell you, I'm to blame. No, Alfred, you're not. You hate me. <laughs> Please, Alfred, I have too much on my mind. I'll never look at a horse as long as I live if I ever get out of this mess. Oh, don't worry. Benny's a nice fella. Is he really? If you trust me for 50 cents, I got a sure thing at Hollywood Park. I'll pay 12 to 1 and we'll come clean and... Oh, listen to me. I'm lost, Alfred. I've got gambling in my blood. Fight it, Mrs. Branson. I'm fighting, but I'm worried. Yesterday, Benny said I had to have the $3 I owe him today. I don't let it worry you. What can he do to you? What can he do to me? Are you kidding? He, he, he could put my feet in cement and drop me in the river. <laughs> or they could take me for a ride and dump my body in front of the pool hall as a warning to other gamblers. Uh, What's the matter with you? Don't you watch television? Only Arthur Godfrey's talent scout. But Benny wouldn't do anything like that. I wouldn't be too sure. Uh, Benny the Book is a very nice fella. But he's not the boss. He, he works for Large Louie. And everybody knows what a tough man Large Louie is. Listen, Mrs. Branson, you're not alone in this, you know. 
I'm here to protect you. Alfred. Yeah, let's hide. Here's a candy store. Now, don't be afraid. Who's afraid? Hey, if that Benny thinks he's going to pull any rough stuff with me, he's mistaken. I'm not going to sit back and let him push me around. Ooh, does he think he is? He'll find out he picked on the wrong customer, boy. I'll open the door. Oh, hello, Mrs. Bronson. Oh, yeah? You and who else? <laughs> What's this? Oh, I, I beg your pardon, Benny. I was thinking of something else. I see. Well, what do you got for today? Something hot? No, we don't want to bet. No. I'll come right to the point, Benny. I haven't got the three dollars I owe you. Sorry to hear that, Mrs. Bronson. Look out, Mrs. Dyson. He's reaching for a gun. Hey, lies, Alfred. I'm scratching a niche. <laughs> Down, Alfred. Stop shaking. Look, Mrs. Bronson, i got to collect what's due me. To live the way I like to live takes dough. Look at the way I dress. <laughs> Beautiful. I know this. Take a look at these shoes. Alligator in blue suede. Custom made with buttons up the side. <laughs> know how much they set me back? About 40 years. $20? 60 bucks. And these slacks I'm wearing. Charmaine Gabardine. 50 bucks a throw. They're gorgeous. Who throws them at you? <laughs> Oh, no, Benny, excuse me. I'm, 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 I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous. So, you see, I gotta collect my debts, Mrs. Bronson. That's the way it is. Now, when are you gonna have the 375 for me? 375? It's only $3. 375. You forgot those 3.25 cent bets you made that day you was betting all horses with an A in their names. <laughs> yeah, he's right, Mrs. Bronson. Listen, Benny, just wait till the beginning of next month. Huh? I'm very sorry, Mrs. Bronson. I can't wait that long. Well, then give me credit for another 50 cents. I got a big hunch at Hollywood Park today. If it comes in, I'll... Sorry. Well, what are we going to do? How's that gorgeous daughter of yours these days? You know, Millie? No, but I'd sure like to. Maybe I'll get acquainted by asking her for the 375. No, no, you can't do that. Okay, I'll tell you what. You fix up a date for me with your daughter and we forget about the money. I can't do that. Why not? What's she doing, going steady with some square head that buys her shoes ready-made? <laughs> no. no, but she's practically engaged. Oh, what's practically? You fix up a date. Yeah, it's impossible, Benny. I just can't do it. Listen, Benny, uh, I have a proposition for you. You I don't want to go out with. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Uh, for the three seventy-five, Mrs. Bronson knows you. I'll give you one of my oil paintings for thousands of dollars. You mean one of them crummy Rembrandts? <laughs> I do with one of them. Thanks, just to say now, too. Uh, how about some poems? Then you like poems? Yeah, your poems. I get a big kick out of. I heard a great one last night. It goes: There was a young girl from Bermuda who. I'll tell you some other time. <laughs> Well, if you like poetry, I could give you some of my original poems in my own handwriting. Someday they'll be worth millions. Yeah? What kind of poems you got? I'll recite one for you. Here's where we both get bumped off. <laughs> Quiet, I want to concentrate. Ode to a Hamburger by Alfred E. Prince Metal. Hail to thee, sad Hamburger. 
nestled warm and snug in your little bun? <laughs> Were you happier when you could walk and run than you are well done? <laughs> Are you sad when you dream of the pretty cows that used to follow you? Well, I'll end all your cares. I'm going to swallow you. <laughs> the end. Well, what, what do you think, Sandy? You go back and tell the cops they couldn't make me talk with the bright lights in my eyes, and this ain't going to work either. <laughs> get your hands off the lapels of my father's suit. Go on, get out of here. Listen, Mrs. Bronson, I'm giving you all the time I can. Do I get a date with your daughter for the night, or do I tell her you've been plunging on the horse? You can't tell her. I don't want her to find out. It's up to you. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess it wouldn't hurt Millie any. Listen, don't talk like I was a criminal or something. You're looking at a man with only one conviction out of 67 arrests. <laughs> One day. So. How about tomorrow night? Oh, no, it has to be tonight or not at all. I'm a man of action. Well, I guess it's the easiest way out. This is what gambling has brought me to. Alberta, you're a bad girl. <laughs> Let all you would-be gamblers learn a lesson from the sad case of Bertha Bronson, Millie's mama. This woman started by making an innocent 50-cent bet on a horse and has sunk now to a position where in order to keep Benny the book from revealing her shameful secret, she is forced to make a date for him with her daughter, Millie. As we look in at the office of J.R. Boone and Son, we find Millie talking about her date tonight with J.R. Boone, Jr., unaware that Mama is on her way to the office with orders to make a date for Benny the book or else. I don't want to go to the movies again, Johnny. We went to the movies last night. Tonight we could watch the picture. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was watching the picture. Is that so? What was it about? It was about... Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. It was about this fellow and this girl, and they were always hugging and kissing. Or was that us? <laughs> well, it must have been us, because the name of the picture was Spearfishing in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I tell you what we do. Let's go to that new place. Hello, Millie, Johnny. Hello, Mrs. Bronson. Mama, what are you doing here? I just happened to be in the neighborhood. I'm glad you dropped in. Sit down. Yeah, I can't stay long. Uh, by the way, what are you doing tonight, Millie? I got a date with Johnny. Why? Uh, something came up. Johnny won't mind if you break your date. Hey, Mrs. Bronson, whose side are you on? Mama, what's wrong? You act strange. Nothing's wrong. Nothing at all. You sure? Yes, it is. Then why all this horsing around? Who squealed? <laughs> I mean, uh, what are you talking about? I hate to leave this fascinating conversation, but duty calls. See you tonight, Millie. So long, Mrs. Bronson. See you tonight. That's what you think. I mean, so long. <laughs> I better look into this before I marry your daughter. <laughs> Isn't he a darling boy? I don't know what you're saying to him. Mama, he's just a great, big, handsome, rich, charming nothing. <laughs> Let me see your head. Now, this fellow that wants to see you tonight, there's a man for you. A fellow wants to see me? Tell me about him. He's wonderful. He's not one of those big, tall, gangly jerks you have to look way up at. 
No, huh? Now, sir, when you dance with this fella, you can see where you're going. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, and is he built, old boy? Good, huh? Uh, when you go to the beach with this fella, you don't have to worry about sunburn. He's got a stomach that gives plenty of shade. <laughs> How convenient. You said it. And another thing about him. I can't wait. You're not going to get any grease on your collar from this fella's hair. He's bald, huh? <laughs> How'd you guess it? <laughs> okay, Mama, so he's short, fat, and bald. Look, Millie, it's Now, be... Mama, there's nothing you can do to stop me from going out with Johnny tonight. I'll take a crack at it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Um, uh, tell me, Millie, where's the big sport taking you tonight? I don't know. The theater, maybe. The theater. What's the matter? He's too cheap to blow you to a nightclub now and then? Oh, isn't that, Mom? When he was going with, out with that society girl, they went to nightclubs every other night, she told me. That's true. But you're not good enough for nightclubs. You, he hides in a dark theater. <laughs> He's not hiding me, Mama. Obviously, he feels that he could get away with murder with you because you're not a society girl. It isn't smart to let him take you for granted that way, honey. He might have something there, Mama. You're telling me. If I were you, I'd let him know I was just as good as any society girl. Millie, did you see my briefcase? Yeah, just the man I'm looking for. Uh, and let's go to the Copacabana tonight. But I thought you didn't like nightclubs. Of course I like nightclubs. I'm a normal girl. Who ever heard of a girl not liking nightclubs? But I always thought of you as the informal type. How's that for a dirty crack? <laughs> Do you hear a low buzz coming from somewhere? <laughs> what do you mean by the informal type? What am I, some sloppy dope who doesn't know a way around? How dare we call you that? <laughs> <laughs> Millie, I don't have time to argue. Now, let's go to the theater tonight. Oh, let's go where you want to go and the heck with me, huh? It seems to me you're the one who's being arbitrary. I'll bet that means something awful. <laughs> Johnny, if I'm not good enough for you to take the nightclub stand, I might as well not go out with you at all. Where's Millie, Mrs. Bronson? Inside getting dressed. Benny's due any minute. Why are you turning on the radio? I talked Benny into advancing me 50 cents. I bet on Galahad in the ace at Hollywood Park. They're rebroadcasting the race now. Ooh, Galahad is a 12 to 1 shot. If you win, you can pay off Benny. That's right, and I can kick that loafer out when he comes. I can't wait to hear the race. Not a sinking low in the west for the eighth race. Now the horses are being lined up in the gate. Looks like they're having a little trouble holding down Galahad. They're off and running! Ooh, I'm so excited! Please, Mrs. Bronson. You're pulling threads out of my father's tie. <laughs> Sugar takes the lead. What are you listening to? Huh? Let's hear Arthur Gordon. Oh, Millie. Now, jockey is letting the big horse out early. Here, we're, we're just listening to this silly horse race. Oh. You have to hear one that's so childish. Squad <laughs> turn. It's Fun Sugar, Galahad, and Deep River. Let's hear Arthur Godfrey. Come on, Galahad, or whatever your name is. Galahad is making... It's Fun Sugar, Galahad, and Deep River. It's Fun Sugar... Mama, please, Arthur God. Don't be silly. He isn't even running. <laughs> I can't hear. And it's... And yes, it's over, and Fun Sugar wins... <laughs> you're not being that silly horse, Rick. Mama, you're pale. 
Uh, why were you listening to that, Ray? So was listening, Alfred tuned it in by accident. Uh, I have to leave now. Coward. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't that, but I'm sensitive. Goodbye. Mama, all of a sudden, I know where the money for the refrigerator installment went. Nellie, I should have told you. I've been so unhappy about it. I only care about one thing. Have you learned your lesson? Oh, you bet I have. I'll never bet on a horse again. It was an experience I had to have, and believe me, I'm thrilled. Oh, that's wonderful, Mama. Only suckers bet on horses. That's why. Mama, what is it? Nellie, you said sucker. There's a horse named Sucker running in the fourth race tomorrow. Please, Mama, don't talk like that. I didn't raise my mother to be a two-dollar better. Seems to have the gambling fever. I don't know what to do about it, Mr. Boone. I'd like to get my hands on those bookies who corrupt innocent women like your mother. I take them apart with my bare hands, one in each hand. I'm going up to see them tonight. How would you like to come with me? On the other hand, they have to make a living too, you know. Are you the man who was known on your college football team as a great charger? Yes, I am. But it's been 30 years and I need recharging. <laughs> okay. Johnny won't even talk to me, so there's no sense asking him. I guess little Millie will have to face those gangsters all alone. That's him. Look, he's blushing. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Miss Brunson, I got that reputation because I don't talk much, see? But just between you and me, I'm a quiet coward. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever you are, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Teaching poor innocent women like my mother to bet on horses. Now she's got the habit. I feel bad when you put it that way. So I got an idea. What? Why don't we throw a scare into her? You mean I could think of life's in danger? We could do that, you know. She owes me 50 cents. We could go over and collect like a couple of strong arms. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, mine did that. I got a pistol that looks very real. No, 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 don't use that. When you get close, you can see where it says Hop Along Cassidy on the barrel. <laughs> You're just jealous. The more I think of it, the better I like it. I'll expect you tomorrow night about 8. We'll be there, okay. A funny? Funny? I'm just trying to decide which I look tougher in, the blue cashmere lounge suit or the gray herring robe. Please, I want you to frighten her, not blind her. Well, 
Mama, did you see in the paper this morning where a man was beat up because he owed some bookie money? Ah, I don't believe it. Those newspapers just make that stuff up. I believe it. Nah. You always read about that stuff and nobody ever sees it happen. I may be one of the lucky ones. Come in. Benny. That's right, lady, and this here is Lodge Louie. Uh, how do you do, Mr. Louie? I'm pleased to meet you. You dirty welcher, you. <laughs> Say, what's going on here? Your mother owes me 50 cents for two days. Uh, we don't like people forgetting to pay their losses. Yeah, we let one get away where everybody does yeah. it. we got to make an example of you. It's a doubt, you're kidding. It's a doubt, isn't it? Laugh with me, somebody. Don't kill my mother, please. She's a good woman. One of the best. We got to collect one way or the other. You know where Louie's holding in his pocket there? Tell her, Louie. A four-point fountain pen. I mean, a gun, a gun. Really? Are they for real? They look like they mean business. How are we going to handle this job, Louie? We got any cement left over from the last job? Oh, little. Okay. We bury your feet in a tub of cement and drop her in the river. A dollar's worth of cement for a 50-cent bag? I think he's right, Louie. Let's put her in an oil barrel and dump her out in the country. Millie, don't let him talk that way. There's nothing I can do, Mama. Millie. Uh, how big a barrel do you figure we need for? I don't know, but I got my tape measure. Go ahead. All right. Go away. Stand still, you welching rat. No. Arms, 31. Arms, 31. Shoulders, 29. Is that from the shoulder bone or from the seam? Seam, seam. Shoulders, 29. Waist, 42. Waist, 42. You're two inches off and stop it. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't kill me, please. I'm a lovely woman. Everybody likes me. Ask anybody about jovial, fun-loving Bertha Bronson. <laughs> tell him, Billy, tell him. What's the sense of pleading, Mom? Let her plead. I love it when I plead. I can't wait to hear you scream when you feel that cold steel. <laughs> I, think, I think I'll give it to you slow and easy so you can Louis, just please. You got mixed up with these shady gamblers, and that's what happened. Millie, I'm too young to go. Please, Millie. Goodbye, Mama. Don't say that. I can't bear it. To think it all came from betting on horses. If I had it to do all over again, I'd never go near a horse. I, I wouldn't even sit on horse hair furniture. <laughs> you think she means it, boys? I think so, yeah. So, I was pretty tough there, wasn't Quiet. I? Quiet. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean all this was you? You, you were. We wanted to scare you out of betting on horses. 
It was a joke. Ten years off my life for a joke. You miserable, no good bum. I teach you to scare me half to death. Benny, protect me. Mama, mama, not with the good dishes. Tonight's transcribed show were Rye Billsbury as Mr. Boone Jr., Earl Ross as Mr. Boone Sr., Hal March as Ben, Bob Sweeney as Large Louie, and Billy Gould as the racetrack announcer. Music was composed and conducted by Irving Miller. Meet Millie, starring Audrey Potter, was directed by Bill Manhoff, produced by Frank Galen, and written by Bill Manhoff and Joel Kane. Bob Lamont speaking. Tune in again for another comedy episode of Meet Millie next week at this same time. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for